I do want to take this opportunity um, uh, to also um, to read out a statement from the Balfour, that the Balfour project is releasing today at the close of this event. And uh, to make it clear that this statement engages the Balfour project itself, but um, does not commit any of the other participants in this conference to um, uh, giving it, uh, to, to signing up to every part of it, um, because we need to have um, a diverse debate. But um, this is the statement which the Balfour project is going to release um, at the end of this meeting. Britain's duty to advance equal rights in Palestine, Israel. Whatever our assessment of Britain's past role as an imperial power since the Second World War, the United Kingdom has played an important role in establishing a new rules-based order in international affairs and contributed to peacekeeping in many parts of the world. In recent months, we have rightly stood with Ukraine in opposing the Russian invasion and occupation of that country, and in caring for those who have fled their homes during the conflict. But as this conference has shown, our record in Israel-Palestine has betrayed these same principles. Even today, we sometimes say the right things, we fail to take action that would turn them into more than words. Britain stayed on in Palestine after the First World War for its own self-interested imperial purposes. In doing so, its watchword was hubris. It frustrated the legitimate aspirations of the people of Palestine, who Britain knew full well did not want British rule, but wanted to determine their own future. When Britain's mandate ended, it abandoned them to their fate despite the sacred trust of civilization, the words of the mandate, by which Britain was obligated to secure their well-being and development and bring them to independence. The Nakba began while Britain was still fully responsible for Palestine and continued following Britain's abandonment of Palestine. It continues to this day. The Nakba is a tragedy this proved to be an unresolved, destabilizing factor throughout the decades that have followed. We call on our, our government to own up to our responsibilities and to act accordingly. Britain has not joined over 130 member states of the United Nations in recognizing Palestine alongside Israel as a state covering the Palestinian ter territory, which Israel occupied in 1967. It opposed the investigation at the ICC, as demanded by Israel, by Palestine, of alleged war crimes and crimes against humanity. It has not spoken out when Israel declared six respected Palestinian human rights NGOs to be terrorist organizations. It won't call things by their name and state publicly that the blockade of Gaza is a collective punishment. It won't demand that Israel end its 55 years of occupation of the OPT forthwith. It won't pass legislation to declare Israeli settlements on occupied land to be illegal de facto annexation, or to outlaw all dealings with settlements in a manner consistent with our obligations under UN Security Council Resolution 2334. On the contrary, it seeks to outlaw ethical investment policies by local authorities which might impact on settlements. Why won't it ban from the UK all those who perpetrate or incite violence 
including violent settlers and those who aid and abet them? And why won't it press the Palestinians to hold long overdue elections, including in East Jerusalem, and to create an independent judiciary? While we take concrete measures to support Ukraine in its wish to maintain its independence and to secure its territorial integrity, we take no such concrete measures with regard to Palestine and the Palestinians. The entrenched injustice and inequality in the Holy Land threatened the security of us all. Long ago, we breached our sacred trust of civilization. Now is the time for us to do what we can to repair the damage we inflicted <clears throat> through our acts and emissions when we held the mandate over Palestine. We have a duty to advance equal rights. <clears throat> so that's the statement that the Balfour Project will be releasing um, at the end of this conference. And we are also um, carrying forward a number of other um, events um, to take our work forward, including, for example, um, a webinar in early June over the plight of a thousand Palestinians under threat of eviction from the villages of Mustafa Yatta. And on the 25th of June, a three hour workshop entitled Israel Palestine in Secondary Schools, having the confidence to teach it as part of our work to support and encourage the teaching of Israel Palestine in our secondary schools. Other um, projects that the, that the um, Balfour project has taken forward uh, will be available on our website. And I'd like to finally um, thank not um, thank the, those who helped to organize um, this, this con uh, conference, in particular, um, Daf da Deanna Safia, Martha Scott Cracknell, and John McHugo for all the hard work they put into it, and which I hope they has they they and we of all of us believe has paid off in a very successful conference. Thank you to all of you for participating in the conference and to our speakers. Um, and um, the whole um, record of this, this meeting will be downloaded onto our, our website overnight. Thank you all very much indeed. Goodbye on behalf of the Balfour Project.